0: hello hello i'm sarah i'm casey and we are relatively relatively dark so what's new with you nothing i bought books today that i do not need Mm-hmm. I bought books that I do need. <laughs> just I need a, all the books. Just a vacation. We had a sister day. I have drank a poop ton of coffee. A coffee. How do a you drink? A poop ton of coffee. I had less than that. <laughs> <laughs> you had a poop ton. I had a mega poop ton. <laughs> a mega poop ton. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, let's get into this story today. Okay. I... <laughs> I am going to tell you about Robert the Doll. Oh no. I'm going to talk about some spooky spooky boo-boo stuff. Alright. Woot, woot. Spooky spooky boo boo stuff. Raise the roof. Okay. Coffee. <laughs> Apologies. Too we might we might be <laughs> on borderline hysteria right now. Yeah. It is way later than we normally record, by like twelve hours, so hmm, I would say twelve hours. No, it's not twelve hours. No, more like six maybe. Yeah. Yeah, probably about six. Anyways. <laughs> so, Robert the Doll is currently at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Okay. Florida. 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 <laughs> um, he is enclosed in a plexiglass. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to be a struggle. Just just follow with Plexigast. me. Plexiglass. <laughs> he is enclosed in a plexiglass case. Is this to keep him from being damaged? Or to keep him from causing damage. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I wrote that myself. Okay, <laughs> this is where we need a soundboard. We don't. We just did it. Dun-dun-dun. So, for this story, <laughs> I am going to start at the beginning. Because that's a good place to start. Usually, yes. <laughs> okay, so. In October of 1905, Thomas and Minnie Otto. Otto. Mm-hmm. We're having a small birthday celebration for their five-year-old son, Robert Eugene Otto. Okay. Also there was his older sister, Mizpah, their nanny, Emmeline, and her daughter, Caroline. Okay. So the parents, the children, the nanny, the nanny's daughter. Right. When Robert opened his biggest gift, it was a doll. Mm Mm-hmm. This doll was made in Germany by the Steiff Company in 1904. This is the same company that invented the teddy bear in 1902. Hmm. Fun fact. And this doll came in different sizes. The size that little Robert had was 40 inches tall. Wow. Yeah. Big old boy. And came with his own teddy bear. Hmm. And the one he had was most likely an exclusive one that was used as a display. So, probably one of a kind or very few that size. Okay. As soon as Robert opened that present, he immediately lost interest in every other toy that he had. Okay. Which is children. Yeah. And he's five years old, so it happens. Right. The favorite one, the other ones get lost. (laughs) So he only wanted to play with that one, but that was like from that point on. Okay. That's all he wanted to play with. Robert Eugene Otto named the doll Robert, and from that point on, he wanted to be called Jean. Okay. So he told his mother... I'm Jean now, this is Robert. And he exchanged Robert's, the doll, exchanged his original jester outfit for one of a sailor's uniform. Okay. Much like the one that young Jean wore all the time. Hmm. So, to clarify, from now on when I say Robert, talking about the doll, Jean is the owner of the doll. Right, the little boy. The real little boy. Yeah, the real little boy. Folklore suggests that if you give something your name and your clothes, especially if it's an effigy, it's likely to become possessed, hmm. according to folklore. Okay. What do you mean by effigy? I don't think I know what that word Effigy means. is basically like a recreation of like a person, like a okay. stuffed thing. During riots and stuff, like way back in the day, they would make effigies of like political figures and stuff okay. and burn them. Gotcha. That's an effigy. So anything resembling like human or... Or would it be any living thing? I'm assuming human. Okay. If I'm wrong, let me know. I didn't look up that. Okay. Anyways, um, so it didn't take long for the weird to start. The spooky, spooky boo-boo stuff. Right. Uh, The parents would hear Gene playing with someone. They'd go to his room to see who he had over. And it would just be him in the room with Robert the doll. But they could hear someone else's voice. They could hear somebody in there with him. Things were being broken all the time. Faces, lamps, and Jean's answer was always, Robert did it. Yeah. Well, Jean's mom, Minnie, eventually got tired of him spending all of his time with this doll, blaming stuff on him, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So, she took Robert away and she locked him in a closet. So, this is really going to be like one of those movies, like this, what you see in movies, this is what actually happened. Yes. <laughs> or, I will stay up front. It's all, you know, legend says this, this is the story. Allegedly. Some things are fact, but it's all kind of in the gray area. Yeah, there's probably not any real proof that anything actually happened, maybe. To or- some people there is, to some people there isn't. So gotcha. yeah. I'm just going to lay it out there. I'm telling it like everything is fact and you can do with it what you will. Right. So, not long after she locks him in that closet... A servant that they had uh, heard indistinct chatter, and he heard a door creak open. Mm-hmm. So he went to the closet where Robert was, and that door was open. That locked door was open. Mm-hmm. He glanced over to the stairs, and he saw Robert run around the corner going up the stairs. Goodness. And this doll is 40 inches tall? Yes. So that is... So like a toddler, basically. Three and a half feet. Yeah. Run up the stairs. That's crazy. Um, unfortunately, the nanny's daughter, Caroline, got sick and at some point passed away in the house, and Robert was in the room when she died. And the legend goes that after her child died, Emmeline put a voodoo curse on Robert the doll. Hmm. It's also rumored that Emmeline had an affair with Thomas Otto, hmm. the father. They had a love child, and that child is the one that passed away in the house, and the spirit of that child attached itself to Robert. Okay. I guess in the sense, if I can't have my family, you can't have yours. I'm going to mess stuff up for you and destroy your stuff. Okay. So, there's, there's no record of who was the child that died in the house? I can't really find 100%. it. It was the nanny's daughter, but as far as proof of them having an affair and this and that, I don't know. Okay. It's also a little confusing because if she put a supposed voodoo curse on this doll, but it was already all the stuff was happening before the child even died. Okay, yeah, that was another thing I was going to ask, and then I forgot. So, like I said, there's different stories. Timelines are a little bit jumbled, because, I mean, this is like 1905. Yeah. 1910, so. Gotcha. So, even though Gene was all about Robert as a kid, played with him all the time, very attached to his doll, in the 1920s, when he grew up, it was time for him to venture out on his own. Mm-hmm. So, he put Robert in a chest and stuck him in the attic. Okay. He went to school for... four architecture but he really wanted to be an artist okay so he eventually went to paris to study art okay while he was there he met annette parker who went by ann okay and she was an accomplished pianist Mm -hmm. musician yes i was like don't mess up that word sarah (laughs) whenever i wrote it i was like don't you do it (laughs) um they fell in love and they married on march no not march may 3rd of 1930 okay in paris After they got married, they moved to New York, and Jean's family money had all but gone because of the Great Depression. But in the 1940s, Anne's music career took off, and she was the main source of income. Okay. And she even headlined at the Rainbow Room in New York, Hmm. which hosted performers such as Louis Armstrong, John Lennon, and Lady Gaga. Hmm. So it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. She was probably very well known. Yeah. She was... A rising star. Right. But unfortunately, in 1945, they get a call that Minnie, Jean's mom, isn't doing well. Mm. So, they go back to Key West and... Question. I'm so sorry. What? Um, sorry, is- I didn't mean to say enough. It. <laughs> no. It's okay. When he grew up, did he keep going by Jean? Yes. That is kind of... For the weird. rest of his life, he went by Jean. That's kind of weird. He, he gave his name to the doll. The doll's Robert. I'm Jean. But you'd think he was, how old at the time? He was five whenever he oh, got five. Robert. Okay, You would think that he would kind of grow out it, But I guess if he got used to being called Gene, then it would stick. But that I is kind of so. odd. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the tip of the odd iceberg. <laughs> with him, not just with the doll. With all of it, yeah. Okay, wow, okay. So they go back to Key West because his mom is sick. And on September 14th of 1945, Minnie passed away. Mm-hmm. Jean and Anne soon moved into the Otto family home. Uh Uh-oh. And one day, Anne came across a chest in the attic. Uh Uh-oh. She found Robert. Surprise, surprise. Stay in a box. When she took him to Jean and was like, hey, look what I found, or you want to keep this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Jean introduced Robert to Anne saying that he was his oldest friend. This is a grown man at this point, a grown married man. And he's like is my oldest friend yeah that's a bit weird yeah and it wasn't long before he started talking to robert as if he was as if he was real as if he were real just like he did whenever he was a kid okie dokie and Anne quickly kind of stepped into minnie's shoes she would overhear him having full-on conversations with robert one in particular apologizing for leaving him behind Wow. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm am a, re- I'm a really sentimental person. Okay. Yeah. I would not do that. So you just get married to this man, you know, not the very start of your marriage, but it's like a completely different side of him. Like this man you love and now he's talking to a doll. Yeah. That's weird. It's so weird. Um, and also would see him move ever so slightly. Mm. Not Jean, Robert. I figured you would. You mean <laughs> <laughs> like his facial expressions would change? He would like turn his head just a tad or something. Mm. At this point, although Anne was the big star while they were living in New York, Jean started to shine once they moved to Key West. Okay. So her career was pretty much finished. She moved to Florida, and now her husband is getting praised in his field. And he's got a very odd relationship with his childhood doll. Yes. I feel really bad for him. Agreed. Like, what do you do in that situation? I don't, I don't know. So, to continue about the odd things that Gene would do with his little doll. <laughs> You're not judgmental at all. <laughs> I'm a little judgmental about Gene. Oh, I get it. I, sorry. Uh, it's, it's just that you sorry, can. Sorry, Gene. It's just that you can really hear <laughs> the. Condescension. yeah is that the right word uh it's close enough smart people let me know um so gene would put robert in the window of the turret room which was his bedroom so the turret is basically like in a castle like think of beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. the little like almost like octagon or hexagon type shape yeah that's a turret okay so the turret room was like one of those little fancy rooms with all the windows anyways gotcha um with him sitting in the window, people could see him from the street as they were passing by. Okay. And the school kids would cross over to the other side of the street because they didn't want to cross by the auto house because they wow. felt like they were always being watched by Robert the doll. Mm-hmm. They would see Gene sitting there painting or whatever, and Robert would move on his own. Mm-hmm. He'd move the curtain, he'd tilt his head, et cetera, et cetera. And the school kids eventually started avoiding that street altogether. Uh, yeah. They're like, nope, I'm good. Too many heebie jeebies. Yeah, way too many heebie jeebies. One night, Jean and Anne had some people over and they heard something moving around upstairs. The guests did. Well, Jean was like, oh, it's just our cat. They didn't have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> so they didn't have a cat and that was the last straw for ann she was like i'm done you're whack mm-hmm. and i'm done with this doll so she put robert back in the chest in the attic this time locking it mm-hmm. put stuff on top of it she's like you ain't getting out of there and things were okay for a while until did she talk to Jean about this he loved robert he was just like catering to him Like, treating him almost like a child. So weird. Like, this was his seed, and he likes to look out the window, and this and that. Almost like, basically, she had to, like, walk on eggshells. Don't make Robert mad, blah, blah, blah. You know, I didn't do that. Robert did that. Same thing that his mother dealt dealt with, basically. It's weird. So, one morning, Gene woke up, and Anne wasn't in the bed. So, he searches the house, and he finds her locked inside a closet. Uh Uh-huh. What happened was, she had heard noises coming from that closet. She went to investigate, was pulled inside, and locked. Was pulled inside? Yes. Pulled inside and locked in the closet. Huh. Um So, she asks Gene that morning, she's like, why did you lock me in there? hmm And he said, it wasn't me. It, it was, was Robert. Robert. Needless to say, their relationship was pretty strained by this point. Uh-huh, and understatement. Yeah. Anne ended up moving all of her things into another bedroom in the house. Not another house? No, like, just another I bedroom. <laughs> I tailed it out of there. See, oh, yeah. See you, Jean. This is not worth it. <laughs> nope. Divorce. And this was all taking a serious toll on their marriage, clearly. Yeah. And in 1965, Jean, unfortunately, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Okay. According to his family... He spent the last ten years of his life in that turret room with Robert, mm. slowly losing his mind. Mm. Poor Jean, obviously, but poor Anne. Yeah, like you are dealing with all of this stuff. Then your husband has this disease that has no cure, mm-hmm. slowly like gets worse and worse and worse, yeah. and he's just in there because he's all about the doll, and like you can't even do anything to help him. Yeah, physically or mentally. Yeah, I don't know if um a lot of people know this, but. Dementia is also an uh, effect of Parkinson's. I don't know if it's everybody, yeah. but I know that Parkinson's can cause it. So, like, if he was slowly losing his mind. Yeah. I'm was, assuming or, that's what they meant. Yeah, because Parkinson's is usually, like, a tremor disorder. Yeah. So, that's that's awful. Yeah, it is. And Jean sadly passed away on June 24th of 1974. and was devastated, obviously. Yeah. All this stuff happened, but he was her husband. Right. She loved him. I'm sure she loved him. Obviously, or she probably would have been gone by then. (laughs) Yeah. So, after that, it was just her and Robert Mm -hmm. in the house. (laughs) Crazy old Robert. But with Jean gone, money was pretty tight for Anne, Mm -hmm. and she ended up selling the house to her neighbor, William Geyser. Okay. But she was very clear about one thing. Robert comes with the house. You buy the house, you buy Robert. (laughs) Oh, man. So, when she left the house after selling it, Robert stayed there. Right. Bye. Um, Five years later, in 1979, Anne died from pancreatic cancer. In 1976, Bill and Myrtle Reuter bought the home from William Geyser. Okay. They moved in. They had told their daughter, Sarah, that Mm. she could pick her own room. What room do you think she picked? Whatever room that... Robert. The turret room. I <laughs> <So laughs> yeah, wherever Robert was. I thought was. You would just be like Jean's room, whatever. But yeah, the turret room. And what slash who do you think she found in that room? Robert. Robert. Mm-hmm. Freaking Robert. Um, so there's no... Sorry. Okay. I'm interrupting you again. Is there no story of William Geyser in the house and Robert? Not that i seen in the documentary. Hmm. Not that I saw Wait, in the documentary. Did you say she sold it to her neighbor? Mm-hmm. So, maybe he didn't live there ever. Possibly. I don't know. They they didn't specify. So, I mean, if, if he was her neighbor, he already lived there. So, why would he move? Yeah, I don't know. So, it probably just sat empty, I'm guessing. Possibly. That might be why there isn't anything from the time that it was sold to the time that it was purchased again. Maybe. Just a thought. I was I like, okay. I well. hadn't even thought of that. I was just like, okay, on to the next. What happened? Well, whenever <laughs> you said that he bought it, I'm like, okay, what happened with him? And then you didn't say anything. I'm like, well, maybe he didn't live there. Maybe. So Robert sat by himself for a little while, probably thinking up
1: yeah, schemes. all the while. thinking
0: up some schemes <laughs> for the next one. Some schemes here. Okay. Um she picked <laughs> So she picked the turd room. Mhm. I keep thinking it's going to come out sounding like turd room. Well, now It, it is will. a turd room cuz <laughs> Robert was there anyways. Um so the legend says that he was just waiting in that house the whole time for a friend. Mm-hmm. And he made one in Sarah Mm -mm -mm. but they weren't very good friends for long. So, Sarah's parents, Myrtle and Bill, they're downstairs in the living room talking about how Sarah has changed since they moved there. Her attitude's different. Her personality's different. Mm -hmm. And while they're sitting there talking, they hear Sarah screaming from upstairs. Uh Uh-oh. So, they run up there to her room, and they find her laying on her bed and holding Robert, like, above her body, screaming. Wow. And she tells them that, it was him, he attacked her. So, Bill was like, oh no, you didn't, and locked Robert away. Where, in the house? Yeah, (sighs) in the house. Not long after that, Myrtle found Bill dead in his car from carbon monoxide poisoning. Wow. Was it an accident, or was this suicide possibly, or was this Robert? Seeking revenge because he locked him away again. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Very. Not long after he had locked him away. I don't know exactly how long, but it wasn't that long. Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, I feel like if there was anything as far as that would suggest suicide, then it would have been in there. Yeah. It would have been noted somewhere. You could look at it as it makes sense because of all the things that were going on within the house. You know, just yeah. the weird stuff, but... I don't know. I definitely don't think it was an accident. I don't no. think that that doesn't accidentally happen. As far as I know, he wasn't in a garage or anything and like... Yeah. Passed out from some health issue or something like that. Yeah, that's... So I don't know. I'm just saying. Creepy. Yeah. So, a couple of years after Bill's death, Myrtle sells the house because she can't afford it either and for whatever reason, she keeps Robert and she takes him with her. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Hence, whatever reason. <laughs> whatever reason that I don't know. It's just so stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, <sighs> I'm scoffing at her. So, on August 18th of 1994, that is how long she had him. Wow. She's getting ready for bed. Myrtle? Myrtle. Yes. Sorry. So, Myr- Sarah's already gone and probably moved away, have her own life? Yeah, I'm assuming. Because okay. this was... The documentary, I want to say it said it was 20 years later, mm-hmm. but this was in 1994. And when did she move? They bought the house in 76, so 20 years from the time they moved there would have been 1996. Yeah, that is kind of weird. So they moved in 76, all this stuff happened, he died, and then two years after, she sold the house. Couldn't but then it been. says 20 years later. Unless I am like skipped over that and just had 20 years in my head and moved on, which is yeah. very, very possible. But it was in 1994. Okay. So, squash all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to explain all that, but anyways. It's okay. Um, so, Myrtle is getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. She still lives in Key West in an apartment. And she noticed that Robert wasn't where she left him. Mm-hmm. He had his own chair, of course. That is so weird. Yeah. Um, so, Myrtle's all weird, too. Sorry. See, and you said I was being judgmental. <laughs> it's different whenever you were like... Gene was being weird about his doll. That's what I was being judgmental about. Is it? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so you're being judgmental because Myrtle is being weird about the doll. She's an old lady and she, he's got his own chair. <laughs> That's weird. He's a doll. Sorry. With his own chair. That he was not sitting in that night. So she goes to look for him. She opens the door to this one room, whatever room it was. The turret room? No. This sure. is a different I house. I know. I thought maybe they had one too. Oh, no. This is an apartment. Oh, I'm So, she goes into this other room. The door closes and locks behind her. Mm, Shocker. Yeah. It's like his go-to. Come up with some new stuff, Robert. Right. Moments later, the door's opened, and she finds Robert sitting in his chair. Hmm. After that incident, she donated Robert to the Fort East Martello Museum. Okay. (laughs) In Key West. It's weird because Jean Otto had made a lot of contributions to the art galleries in that museum. Hmm. So, it's speculated that that's why she took Robert there. Okay. But it's also a little spooky that this alleged haunted doll is now at a place that is connected to his original owner. That is like, Wouldn't that be like some bad juju, Mm, possibly? Like, would heighten some stuff? Yeah. You would think. So apparently when she dropped him off, she said, this is Robert the doll. He belonged to Ginotto and he's haunted. I need you to take him. (laughs) She was like, I'm done. This is yours. Bye. That's really weird though, because she kept him for that long. And there's no accounts of anything else happening in between that time? Not that I saw in the documentary. Odd. Hmm. It is odd. And Myrtle passed away less than four months later. Hmm. When the museum got Robert, they didn't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. They didn't know, like, all of these bits and pieces of stories and this and that. Yeah. So, he didn't have the reputation then that he has now. Right. He's just some old lady said he was haunted and he belonged to Gene. Yeah. So, we're going to put him in here until we know what to do with him. So, they lock him in a closet. Oh, no. <laughs> here um, comes Robert with retribution. <laughs> <laughs> so, not long after he's brought to the museum, they start having some plumbing issues. A plumber comes to work on the pipes And he's underneath a sink or something, you know, doing his plumbing. Does his arm get chopped off with the garbage disposal? No. (laughs) Not that crazy. Okay. Um, But he gets an uneasy feeling and he turns around and there's Robert. No. Standing in front of him. So he freaks out and he's leaving. And he's leaving. (laughs) He freaks out and he's (laughs) Um, (laughs) leaving. Other workers at the museum started hearing noises Seeing shadows, they would notice Robert move on his own. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the more spooky stuff, mysterious stuff, weird stuff started happening. They were like, "Okay, this is legit." Mm-hmm. So this lady gonna- wasn't joking. Yeah, so we're gonna put him on display. And once he's on display, visitors of the museum started experience start experiencing some strange happenings. Okay, okay. Um, the batteries on their cameras would quickly drain. Whenever Hmm. they got near Robert. Objects around him would move. He would move. There was a chair that was close to his display. And it would be facing away from him at night. And then the next morning it would be facing toward him. Weird. Almost like somebody had been sitting in that chair having a conversation with Robert. Creepy. Which is weird. Yeah. Was it Gene? I don't know. That's what I thought. That's my initial thought. I was like, Gene missed him. (laughs) He wanted to come say hi. (laughs) Um, And people would also hear Robert whisper their name whenever they would walk past. Ugh, no thanks. Mm, No, bye. (laughs) See ya. And, da-da-da-da, one day, an employee noticed that the bottom of Robert's feet were dirty. So, she looked down and she noticed tiny footprints on the floor beneath his case. Mm -mm. Like he had got out of the case and walked around. (laughs) No, thank you. Mm -mm, No, thank you. So, Robert the doll is said to have haunted Key West for more than almost a thousand. Wrong. A hundred years now. Mm. And if you do choose to visit Robert at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, there are four rules that you have to follow. Creepy. So if anybody, I'm looking around the room like all you people here, all of our audience, (laughs) that's invisible. If any of y'all plan to go and see Robert, get a pen, get a paper, and write this down. Rule number one, you have to say hello and introduce yourself. Wow.
1: You, to Robert.
0: Yes, to Robert. Ugh. So going, Hi Robert, I'm Sarah. I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we have to give him a whole tell them about yourself kinda of thing? I don't it just <laughs> say hello and introduce yourself. So that that's it. Okay. <laughs> um two, be kind and respectful when you talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No disrespect. He just wants a little obvious peace. I don't think he deserves it, but whatever. Be respectful. Um, Three, you must tell Robert goodbye before you leave. Do not be rude and leave without saying goodbye. This is so weird. No, no, no. And four, I think the most important rule of all not to break. If you want to take a picture of or with Robert, you must ask for permission first. From Robert? Yes. So how do you know if he says yes? I don't know and that's what what drives me crazy. How do you know if you have permission? So what if you ask him take a picture and he was like I didn't say you could do that (laughs) and then comes upon to you. So next thing you know you're locked in a closet. (laughs) But I'm like okay so are you like Robert do you mind if I take your picture and then you like stand there for you know the appropriate amount of time for a yes or no yeah a few minutes and then as long as like Your flesh doesn't start burning or something. It's like, okay, we're good. Click. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. But yeah, ask for permission. If you break these rules or disrespect Robert in any way, you open yourself up to his wrath. What? Yeah, so behave yourself. That is so strange. Thousands of people claim to have been victimized by Robert the doll. Wow. They send letters to him emails asking him for forgiveness and to lift the curse that he has put on them. So now, I'm going to take you through some of those letters and some personal experience. is Thousands of people. Thousands of people. That's pretty hard to dispute. Yeah, you would think. It's one thing to say that I lived in this house and this is what happened. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. So now... I'm going to tell you some of the letters, some of the personal experience is, and <laughs> you can decide for yourself. So, one of the letters, they didn't ask permission before they took Robert's picture. And whenever they were on their way home, a deer ran out in front of them. They ran off the road. They almost hit a tree. Hmm. It happens. Right. Daily basis, stuff like this happens to people. Right. But two days later, they had a small kitchen fire. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. Possibly. Then, they start hearing childlike giggling Uh -uh. coming from their basement. Mm -mm. So, the wife, apparently, or the female in this relationship, whatever, she went downstairs to investigate. Did she get locked down there? And she fell down the last little (sighs) bit of stairs. Somehow, when she went to go back up, the door was locked. That's crazy.
1: He's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's
0: <laughs> creepy and crazy. <gasps> so, hmm. another person broke the same rules, took his picture without asking permission. Their house was struck by lightning. What? Three times. What? <laughs> I don't know why that. I'm not laughing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know you're laughing because it's like unbelievable. Right. I know. Also, she got a staph infection in one of her lymph nodes not long after. Wow. So this is all stuff that is like pointed out in letters that people right. have written. Another one took a fracking picture without asking for permission. This is why I'm saying this is the most important rule. Are all of these ones where they didn't ask for permission for, to take a picture? No, but okay. a lot of them, yes. Okay. Just ask them. I don't know how you know if you can or not, but at least make the effort. Apparently, that's what it takes. Um, And this person, they lost multiple jobs and broke multiple bones. Mm -mm -mm. So now I'm going to read you a little excerpt. Uh, This was an anonymous letter written or sent to Robert in 2013. And it said Dear Robert, I was a recent visitor to the museum, and our guide led us to the room where you're located. He told us about the rules to follow. I told you my name, asked permission to take a photo. And I thanked you. I thought I had followed the rules. But last night, as I slept, Robert, you came to me in a nightmare. I decided you might have done this to me, Robert, so I looked at the rules on the internet. Everything I read made me believe I followed your rules. And then I noticed another tab. A tab I never opened. And when I clicked on it, I saw a rule I didn't see before. I didn't know I was supposed to say goodbye. I didn't know that was your rule, Robert. Nobody told me. Forgive me. Creepy. So what had happened, it jumped from like one section to the next. But according to the dramatization that was in the documentary, she had some kind of nightmare involving Robert. And she woke up with little boils all over her arms, on her face. Ew. Yeah. Gosh. If that's what happened... I'd be praying, is what you I'd be I'd write. doing. <laughs> um, so, not that we thought... Not that I wouldn't be, like, on the lines of that may have been what happened. Yeah. But I ain't writing to him. No. I'll be Robert, to if Jesus. you're listening, you ain't got no power over my God. i <laughs> <laughs> mean, sister. Oh, gosh. So, others, <laughs> other senders claimed to have suffered from similar misfortunes, as well as floods and various illnesses. Mm-hmm. Now... On from the letters to some personal stories from victims that were featured in the documentary. Okay, one woman named Bonnie Randolph. Mm-hmm. She was working on a project um, to take a picture of Robert's aura. Aura is it aura? I say aura. I aura, think. but whichever I don't know. I his energy move. field that gives colors. Mm. Um, so she was using a special light sensing camera, mm-hmm. and it would map out any abnormalities in the room. Okay, so like it would map out a person. But it shouldn't map out a doll. Right.
1: Because they shouldn't have one.
0: Robert got mapped. And while she was taking the picture, she was like, oh, Robert looks handsome. You know, trying to be nice. Be respectful. Did she ask for permission and all of that stuff? Apparently. But the guy she was with called Robert ugly. Oh. And so, she kind of took the blame for that. Because they wouldn't even be there if she hadn't went to take this picture. Okay. Robert wouldn't have gotten called ugly. Over the next eight years, she experienced car accidents, financial issues, a broken back, a broken shoulder. Mm. She lost her business and her houseboat sank. Was this doll drop dead Fred? (laughs) (laughs) Right. He's not a violent person, but he messes up a lot of stuff. And I know for a fact, he sinks houseboats. Yes. Things just happen around him. Yeah. (laughs) Was drop dead Fred possessing Robert the doll? <laughs> if y'all don't understand that reference, I'm sorry, and you need to go watch Drop Dead Fred. Moving okay. on <laughs> to Rachel Sheldon. Okay. Her and her husband had went to Key West for their honeymoon. They visited Robert at the museum. Everyone took all the roles very seriously. They were respectful, asked permission, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Except for her husband. <laughs> he apparently, he hit the glass or was disrespectful in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And a few weeks later, things started to happen in their house. They would hear a tapping sound coming from the walls and the floors. Ew. And those tapping sounds would get a little closer and a little closer and a little closer. And the closer they got, the more they started to sound like footsteps hmm. instead of little taps. But the crescendo was one day she had got home, all of her kitchen cabinets were open, okay. and all of the contents were stacked all over the kitchen floor. Okay. Why, though? What? I don't Maybe just to make his presence known? I don't know, but it was weird. Yeah, that is really weird. That would freak me maybe out, Maybe that too. was the only reason just to be like, hey, something's going on. My little tick, tick, tick isn't getting it. <laughs> These are coffee mugs all in a row. <laughs> Next, we have Dan Shoals. Okay. He went to the museum with his wife, and he, what, The way you said museum, sorry. How did I say it? Museum, I think. Museum? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, He went to the museum. (laughs) (laughs) And he was one of the people that thought the whole thing was fake. Right. He thought it was silly. He mocked him. He was disrespectful. Took pictures without asking him. He didn't care. Within 20 minutes of leaving the museum, that curse was in full swing. Well, he said they had car trouble. I'm assuming that is how it began. Family members got into accidents. He had multiple pets die. His mom got sick and later died. He lost his job. He got sick. So sick that he almost died. Hmm. And after he almost died, he decided to write a letter. So, does this... this hmm, sorry. Mm-hmm. Is there a time frame from when this started? He didn't say. Okay. Because I'm like, if you're talking years, I'm like, well, maybe if it's that's like, a bit of a stretch. A year and all that stuff happened? Maybe. Yeah. But if this is like over the rest of my life. I know in the documentary, it had been 13 years since he had went before and he hadn't been back. But I have no idea when it stopped, when he wrote the letter. Okay. After he sent Robert that letter, everything changed and pretty much went back to normal. Hmm. I think I said pretty much, but you know what I mean. I didn't notice if he did. And last but not least, David Sloan who is the author of Robert the Doll, the True Biography of Key West's Haunted Doll. While he was writing his book, he lost four hard drives, Hmm. which resulted in him losing all of his progress. And a few days after he had lost those, he was yanked from his bed, and he said that, I'm assuming he was like floating, and there was nothing underneath him. Hmm. And he said, oh God help me, and then bam, dropped. Told you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You gotta ask for Jesus. And he was dropped and he was six feet away from his bed. Phew. And he said he didn't know how, how, whoa, how high up he was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mix them two together. That sounds funny. I'm teaching you all kinds of new words. So, <laughs> in the documentary, a psychic medium named Cindy Kaza, mm-hmm. she visited the museum and had this to say about it. She said that the doll itself is a portal for bad spirits Mm. and multiple spirits. She said that the spirits attached themselves to Robert the doll. Robert the doll isn't necessarily possessed by something. It's all of these spirits that are attached to him. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. I know I'm not going to explain it as well as she did. (laughs) But, and she said all of these spirits, most of them are children. Hmm. And as far as the movements go, she said it's not him just moving himself. It's not necessarily the doll moving. It's the spirits around him making him move. Hmm. And she said that most of the spirits spirits that are children, they weren't harmful. They just had unfinished business. They wanted their story to be told, you know, Mm -hmm. tell as old as time. And, but she said, but there was one bad spirit that was angry, aggressive. It was a male. And this was the one who would scare and harm people. Okay. Didn't give a theory as to who that would be. I have no idea who that would be. I mean, if, Mm -hmm. if if it could be any child and stuff, it could be any man, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows the origin of Robert the doll until Jean got him. Other than when and where he was made. Yeah. So anyways, I want to end with a quote from paranormal expert Jeff Ballinger, Could be Belanger. So sorry, Jeff. He said, There are thousands of people begging for forgiveness from Robert the doll to this day because they believe they're cursed. It really doesn't matter if you believe this is for real or not for real. It's a reality for thousands of people who have fallen under the spell of Robert. And while you can say there's no such thing as curses, this is superstition, there's no such thing as a haunted doll, that's fine. But tell that to them. Tell that to the people, the thousands of people who have written letters about all the bad luck that's befallen them after they went there and they didn't take it seriously. That's pretty crazy. And that is the story of the cursed, supposedly, Robert the doll. Crazy. It is crazy. That's <laughs> some crazy, spooky, spooky, boo-boo stuff. Heebie jeepies. I keep wanting to say, you want to go pick some berries? <laughs> so yeah, that is our first official haunted object. I will post a link to the book that uh, Mr. Sloan wrote about this. I did not read it <laughs> because I didn't have time. <laughs> so, but I will post a link for that and a link to the documentary that I used for my research your research my research (laughs) um so yeah email us your personal stories case suggestions um thoughts theories questions uh rate review Mm -hmm. (laughs) follow us on instagram and tiktok yep on the ticky tocky we won't make that a (laughs) thing moving on um anyway join our facebook group Yes, become a relative. Yes. By joining our our Patreon. Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) They were just like, okay, do you want me to marry your cousin or something? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Thanks for listening. We hope you keep listening. Bye. 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 Goodbye.